This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas. Nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric recline. Keep your hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, aka the Conspiracy Realist. A.K.A. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. A.K.A. I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. I seen somebody steal that shit from me like it wasn't me who said it. And it kind of irritated me. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. (laughs) Don't debate me. Debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Somebody tagged me in that shit like, ain't this your saying? <laughs> you cut it real short this week. I, it kind of threw me off and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but hey, it is what it is. All right. And it's your man, Dame Going Wild, the West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if they speaking on Dame, they better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. And I just want to get people used to calling me HBD. It's heartbreak Dame. Don't worry. It's coming soon. Coming soon. It's not like I made up the quote. I'm, I'm not John Henry. <laughs> you feel a way about this it, shit. I'm not John Henry Clark. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. that's where I got it from. And right. You know what I'm saying? But this is not the type of person who listens to him. And I know you didn't hear it. <laughs> so, it's making you feel something. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 194. Yeah, episode 194. Six weeks. Yeah, man. Okay. Episode one ninety four, and uh, your boys is back, man. And uh, I'm down with Jay, like AC, down with OJ. Yeah, man. Uh, how was your week, man? Man, I'll be honest. I know we're gonna talk about it and just get to the elephant in the room, but like this week, like punched me in the fucking stomach, dog. I shed a. Ch- I, I I almost felt like I I should have shed a tear when I heard about Kobe. Like to me, this shit still ain't real, dog. It's not real. Oh man, it don't feel real. I feel I feel like in a day or two he just gonna come out of nowhere and you know he gonna be all, him and the baby gonna be all right. Yeah, but I know that's not the case, man. I sh- I feel like I almost wanted to cry when Kobe passed. I shed some tears. Um, like not like I saw it immediately and was like, oh shit, it started crying. Um, it kind of fucked me up. Yeah. Right. So it's like losing a cousin or something. I'm in here recording. I'm actually recording uh TCE pod. They were in here. And uh Muddy had texted me a picture of the screenshot from TMZ. And he was like, Hey, hey dog, is this real? And I'm like, Let me take let me find out. Cause, you know, you never know. Yeah, yeah. And this was like really, really early, like same same really, shit, really similar early happened to on. me, yeah. So I'm going, like, let me, I'm, I'm looking and shit. I'm like, I can't see that. I'm like, I went to ESPN. Yeah, that's where I went. Because I was like, if it happened, ESPN going to be talking about it. I'm like, damn. It. 
Yahoo Sports? No. And I went on Twitter. I'm like, let me see what the people are tweeting about. And I'm here. I'm seeing all the tweets. Kobe, Kobe, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, it's only quoting TMZ. Now, granted, TMZ not going to put nothing up there that's like blatantly false. They, they, they got a really good track record, right? Yeah. Now, you can may find some one-off things, but like nothing that's going to get them sued or but I'm like, no, nah, man, I just, it's not something ain't right. So then little small stations start, start saying it. I'm like, you know what? KTLA, I know that, I know it's a TV station out there. Let me go to their website and see what's popping. And I go to their website and they're reporting a helicopter crash. No names or anything, but I'm like, fuck. And that's when it really hit. And, um, you know, that's Jay, he a, a giant Lakers fan. Yeah. So I showed him the phone because everybody in here, they going about their podcast and I want to fuck nothing up. But I'm I'm looking around the room, but don't nobody know what I'm looking at. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm like, fuck, I showed them. They stopped. They had to stop the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, is this real? It's like. And then, of course, everybody go through the the range of emotions. And it was like, man, I heard Rick Fox was on there. Yeah. Rick Fox get thrown in there. I'm thinking, like, well, why the fuck is Rick Fox and. I'm like, well, shit, if Rick Fox and Kobe, them niggas, it's Sunday morning. Maybe they was going to a business meeting or something. Like, who knows? Maybe they was going to tra- – I thought they was going to, like, train or something together. Train See, for what? I, don't, I mean, it's stay in shape. Like, you know. No. I instantly, what Rick Fox doing? I instantly thought a business meeting or some shit. But then it was like, oh, shit, all his girls was on the board. Like, like hold on now, dog. First it was reporting five. And I'm like, well, I know he got four daughters. So, like well, – That's what, about, what I was hearing. And I was like, all. but what about the pilot? I'm like, he wasn't – like. It was it was just a lot of stuff that was going back and forth, and then when you find out it was him and his daughter Gianna, I'm like, like it don't feel like what? It just don't it don't feel right, man. Like it's and then of course the night before it was a lot of Kobe talk because LeBron had just, just passed Kobe, right? So you go and look at you type Kobe on Twitter and it was a bunch of that talk. So then you find LeBron tribute to Kobe and it was real eerie his tribute to him because he was talking like in past, not past tense, but like, well, he was saying was, 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 but like, who didn't, who, who would have thought of this dog? Shit was crazy, man. Took the light, literally took the wind out of my shit. Uh, you know, I I feel like we we from a certain generation, like we saw Michael Jordan's career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the time that we getting into basketball, Jordan is closer to the eclipse in his career. Like we've seen, by the time I started giving a fuck about basketball, was pro- I don't even want to say the end of his career because it was like 92, no. 93. Oh, that was prime. Yeah, when I was really starting to get into basketball. But I look at like Kobe, we watched everything. We saw from him making the announcement to high school, getting drafted, and doing 20 years in the NBA. Like, we saw every piece of Kobe's career. You know, from him turning into almost like a early on in his career, not nah, even most of his career, he was like a standoffish, like, you know, surly type of figure. And then in this retirement age, you know, we get a whole different side of Kobe where he has that – uh. That video show where him he'll be like breaking down basketball plays and shit. I was watching. Shit that is night. excellent. Shit Kobe, was excellent. Kobe Bryant detail. Yeah, yeah. ESPN. Um, it's it's amazing, man. 
But like with Kobe, like ninth grade, uh, he when I'm in ninth grade, he goes to the league. Right. You know what I'm saying? His rookie year is my ninth grade year. Um, in one of my art classes, like one of my favorite pictures I ever drew, like number two. Um, we had to put a whole bunch of stuff together and make a collage. So cut pe- cut different pictures out of different magazines, put everything together. So I had like a it was like a picture of Superman, uh, a picture of Bill Clinton face on Superman body. It was that first Jordan Team Jordan shoe that came out. Yeah, had Kobe Bryant dunking the basketball, and I like looked like he was dunking the basketball into the shoe. Some rant. It was a whole bunch of stuff, but like I drew. One of my best pictures, it was a picture of Kobe Bryant. And Drew to shoot a whole nine yards. That's it on my Instagram right now somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Every once in a while to come back from throwback throws there or some shit. But like we like he was like, family, he could be we could have went to the same school at the same time. Yeah. And like for me, no, we don't see none of the fuckers go from high school to the NBA. No. Nah. Not when I'm 14. Like I'm sure I mean it happened before, but like we don't know or care about it. Like, nigga. That was a big deal. We watched somebody's entire career and forget the basketball aspect of it, but like we just watched somebody for 20 years very closely. And you know more about this particular person than you know about people in your own lives. Yeah. Because you know. We watched Kobe go to prime with Brandy. In real life. Yeah. Like you literally do know more about these other people than you do know people in your that you go to school with or that, that works at your location or something like that. And then you just. You already enjoyed the basketball game. You you take a look at all the interviews. Like you can't find me an interview where he he did something wild. Like every time he's in front of that microphone and off the mic, he does everything the correct way. Yeah. Like it's very few people who always handle a situation like the correct way. I mean, even his one indiscretion, you know, it was still a, a discretion of indif- infidelity. Allegedly. No, he was in, he cheated on his wife. That was inf- he was in- he was infidelity. Uh huh. But like I don't like the people calling him a rapist. Did I? I didn't get. Tra- I mean, I didn't get convicted of that shit. No, he didn't. That I went to trial. I did not get convicted. That shit was dropped when they found eight other sources of uh, of DNA. Semen. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit was dropped. Yeah. Because and I I maintained my innocence the whole time. But that's neither here nor there. Um. It's just, it made me feel like I felt with Nipsey, right? Because I was already a fan of the work, but I started becoming a fan of the person. And I just been watching so many interviews and so much information on Kobe. So much Kobe content has come out like in the past week that I didn't even remember. But I'm talking about before the incident. Like I've been inundated with so much Kobe. I'm like, dog. And I, me and my man Busby and shit, we was talking. Uh, the first game of the one, yeah. What up though? Um, we was kicking it. Whatever the first night of the playoffs, okay. Uh, the NFL playoffs. He had some sneakers over at the crib. I went down there and we were just kicking and talking about basketball like we always do and shit. And we was just breaking down like how great Kobe was. And we we're like, listen, man, I don't think he gonna he he not getting his just due as one of the all time greats on a certain particular level until after his career is over because you see him talking and breaking down the game. Yeah. We talk about the Kobe Bryant detail. We talk about him. His knowledge of the game was, reading, was crazy. He talking about him him reading the rule books to find out where where the the referee's, the referees supposed to be on at. the floor. And there's a whole bunch of different stuff like that. He just super great. Um 
I don't know if you listen to um, Knuckleheads. Knuckleheads. Yeah, I love the Knuckleheads podcast. Uh, with Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. He was on there, which I'm glad he went on there because yeah. they not like they not ESPN. Like he they not a giant outlet, a giant network, but he did. They got that. a good following though. Facts. And they they had good conversation. Not just on some regular suit conversation. Nigga, who was the first nigga to bust your ass? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Questions like that. Then he went on um All the Smoke. Yeah, yeah. With Matt Barnes in, and uh, uh Steven, Steven Jackson. Yeah, both of them drops in January. Did they? Yes. Both of those episodes dropped this month in January. That's crazy, man. Um Writing the books, the Mama Mentality book, the children's book he wrote, all the stuff. I'm like, I, I really respect this man. Mine said he left. They they're claiming that he may have left about a billion dollars worth of assets to the to his family. I mean, shit, he made about seven hundred million in just basketball revenue. Yeah, I'm, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, like, so you, like you know that shit didn't. You know, it's 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 a hard pill to swallow. I mean, I don't. I can't tell anybody how to di- how they digest death. What uh, I can just feel for, you know, his widow that, you know, not alone is she just burying her husband, but also has to bury a child in that process. She still has three other young ladies that, you know, she got to live and, and raise without without her life partner now. And that's it's, it's sad. I see a lot of people like clowning, like, "Well, you don't, you don't know Kobe. Why you grieve?" Like everybody deals with death and grieves differently. If you, why you think that's the standard though? Because uh, when your grandma passed away and you on Facebook crying and saying, "Pray for me and my family," I don't, I don't know, know Miss. I don't know Miss Pearl, but I still have compassion for you. Yeah. I know you love that person, and I feel bad for you. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know Miss Pearl. I don't I haven't watched her for 20 years. I don't know how many children she got. I don't know her personality, who she is. Like I don't know. Yeah. I know more about this other person. So fine. That's how you feel when your cousin gets shot. We not putting no dinners together. We not about to rose no gun. We don't care cuz we don't know him. Fine. That's how it is then. Fuck it. We don't know him. Yeah, I think that's just a a terrible that's that's just bad energy out there. Let people grieve how they need to. I you know Granted, I ain't cried, but like that, sh- that shit definitely has affected me this week. Like, I'll tell you what made me uh, get choked up is one watching people deal with it and close friends and close relatives. Absolutely, and watching that pain on their face. Like, I'm a I'm an emotional being. We are emotional beings. Like, how do I, I'm impacted by that shit? Shit, since since my mom passed. Nigga, that shit turned on the water for, the waterworks in my eyes. I mean, absolutely. You know, I'm I'm without both my parents. Dog. So I mean, abs- I get it. I get it. Fam, before the end, dog, it may have been thirteen. It may have been two thousand and five. The last time I shed a tear, nigga, I'll be watching TV crying. Like I, I can't turn it off. Last week, I'm trying to think of the dates. Yeah, man, last week was the an- was the seven year anniversary of my mother's death. Mm. And I mean, seven years later, like that shit, it it has not gotten any easier. I got a voice. The last thing that I have with my mother's voice on is a voicemail that she left me. Yeah. That, you know, I just sent to my email address. And man, like I can't even bring myself to like listen to her voice. I just just can't do it. Man, I got a couple of videos, man. And um, I got a couple hours of recordings. Um. 
I can't listen to them. Yeah. But they there. But like, um, I don't know, man. It's just tough, man. I, since then, like, I I'll be watching a TV show. Some shit sad happened. That is unlocked. I don't, I don't know how to turn that shit back off. Yeah, man. It's, the, it's the tough. Valve, the valve is open. It's tough. It's tough. I I don't I don't know why. This is big, though. Like, that's tough, man. Have we had an athlete like around our age like make that transition? Like, I can't think of a person. I can't think of somebody as impactful. This. Yeah, Neon Nip. I'll be honest. I didn't even care when Michael Jackson passed. Didn't impact me at all. I went about my day. Like I was in. I remember the day for sure. Yeah, I do. But I mean, I went to Atlanta that day. I was in the airport. We got to Atlanta, checked in my hotel, and I hung up. Like I, I, it didn't have the same feeling for me, you know. But I didn't grow. You know, I listened to Michael Jackson growing up. But like, nigga, we grew up on Kobe, and like, Michael didn't die tragically to me. Like, who the fuck expects a helicopter crash, fam? That's the last thing that I would write, jot down on a piece of paper. Mike Jackson overdosing? Eh. It's not, fa- it's not, it's not like the farthest I mean, that, thing from Unfortunately, my- that happens to entertainers in a lot of cases. Yeah, that's not unfathomable for me. This nigga Kobe, dog. This nigga went to church that morning, dog. Yeah, went to mass <laughs> at 7 a.m. You know, you never, you know, you never know the time, but I find comfort in knowing that God's timing is perfect. You know, where it may not seem like he was here with us long enough. You know, the impact that he left is going to be felt forever. Uh, And I truly, you know, I'm a man of faith, you know, with with the things that I've gone through that it keeps me rooted. It keeps me grounded and it gives me, you know, my hope to to look forward to that. You know, I know the guy's timing is is perfect and that he's mistake free, regardless of what it looks like to. You or I, he is without mistake or reproach. And, you know, I know it's something bigger and better that's, that's going to come out of this. Man, I was listening or looking online and I seen people talking like, man, making a statement like what type of God would do this to somebody or stuff like that. The same type of God that blesses us, you know, abundantly like this. The only, Death is guaranteed to all of us. It's guaranteed. That's a hundred percent fact, but I, I I just want people like that's not how God work. I mean, I would even venture so far like I think it's arrogant to think He got anything to do with what's going on down here. Maybe that's not the 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 best set of words, but like God gave people free will, free will to make decisions. Right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes those decisions are wrong, good. Sometimes those decisions are bad. There was decisions that were put in place that created a particular action that hurt me and hurt millions of other people. But like, that's one of the gifts that God gave us. We have free will. Absolutely. Like I wouldn't want to live here if nothing bad could ever happen to me. If I only can walk a certain way, like that's not freedom to me. If I gave you a set of instructions, nothing good is going to happen here. Nothing bad. Like that's not, that's not free will. And sometimes it's not that I wanted something to happen to you. I gave y'all the opportunity. Why do cancer exist? Well, cancer exists because somebody made made a decision to fuck up the food. Or you made the decision to whatever. You know what I'm saying? The smoke or... 
Yeah, it's not. I didn't do nothing to you. All y'all got. Everybody has free will. I mean, everybody. Other people' decisions do impact you. But everybody's life is based off a series of decisions. Facts. Whether you make, I mean, it's a crapshoot. Whether you make the the best ones or the worst ones, and even bigger than that, like death can happen to any of us at any time. You can. You don't have to get in a helicopter. You could be on your drive to Pontiac where you work at every day. You could be picking your kids up from school and stuff. Like it's it's going to happen to all of us. There's only one date that you're never gonna be late for. Yeah. Now I don't know where you're gonna be at when that when that when that time is. If you are in the elevator when at the 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 moment that's your time. You're in the elevator. It's fucked up. There's another nigga in the elevator with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you knew when you were going to die, would you want to know? Yes. You're a fool. I'm not a fool. Nigga, why would you want that, like, time ticking down, you know, hanging up over you? Did you watch the extra episode of Power? Yeah. Before it came out? Yeah. Why? Because I, I had it. Well, if I had the information, why not? Like, I want to know. I, I if want, I find out, I'm what, 37 now? If I find out I'll be 92, I will be okay with that. I will live, I would be extremely happy. Okay, well, what if what if you find out it was 30, 38? Then I will be extremely happy because I know for a fact I wouldn't take these last, these next years for granted, next months, next days for granted. And man, I just rather live balls to the wall, push my feet to the flow. And but that's just, not realistic, just, and that's not how people really live their lives. I know that shit sound great, but like we plan for okay, I'm gonna put this money aside for next week yeah. because a rainy day might happen. We plan to be here for a long time. I I still wouldn't want to know. Like, just surprise me. Just surprise me. I would. I would. Def- I, I, what if they was like, I won't tell you when, but I can tell you how. No. Now that I wouldn't want to know. <laughs> Cause some shit, it'd be like living final destination or some shit. Tell me when, but I don't want to know how. Cause if you tell me it's how and it's a real fucked up, that now that'll fuck with me. Like nigga, uh, 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 no. You went on, you went on a date and you died inside of her. I mean, I, all, <laughs> these, <laughs> all these considered, I mean, could be a lot worse. Um, man, I just was really impacted by this whole thing. Uh, I just feel bad. Um, the manner in which happened, and uh, that could have possibly been prevented. Um, bad conditions out there. I mean, but we'll never know the true. No, we know. That's that's a guesstimate. We no we, the, the 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 professionals who 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 do this every single day. Like we're gonna give you the call. Like we got the we got the data. We know where you was at and went and one time you went off. The radar, when you crashed, how fast you was going. To, like, we know what happened. We know the where the clouds was at. Like, we know what happened. Um, it's unfortunate, but I misjudged where we was at. It was it was too many, it was too many clouds out there. I couldn't see where we was at. We was about to turn around. We accelerated and went directly into the mountain. I mean to the to the hill. The clouds was down so low that I thought I was above it. I was not. Yeah, that's tough. It's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But like, that person lost his life too. Can't be that. Like, yeah, all the families that were affected. It's just a tragedy. You know, I, all I can do is uh, 
you know, pray for their peace and their sanity through this through this time and you know that they they make it through as best as possible, man. It's a it's a hole that'll never be filled. Mm. It's a hole that'll never be filled, bro. What do you think the NBA should do? I thought first of all they should have canceled all the games on Sunday. At least on Sunday, yeah, right? That they sh- shouldn't have been no games because, like, when they showed like the Denver game, which was like not too long after the crash, like players were learning that Kobe passed, like on while the they court. were on the court. You know what I'm saying? I think Phoenix had played like later that day. Like, you know, Tyson Chandler, who played with Kobe, was like visibly shook. Yes. You know, even let alone fuck it, fuck the day. Like, maybe just cancel the games for the week or even better, maybe cancel the games until after, you know, the services. And he's, he's, nah. been, I mean, it's going to be weeks. It's not going to be weeks, man. It's been a week already. I mean, because this is he's a public figure. I'm sure it's going to happen sometime this week. Why? I mean, that's when we normally bury people a week, week or so after they pass. I, this, I want this sound insensitive, but like we do that to preserve the body. This was a, a tragic, a tragic situation. Yeah. I'm, I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure it's going to be closed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't know. I, I literally maybe, maybe like a memorial more so. I literally do not know when the funeral is going to be. Next Saturday, All Star Weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so is it going to be midweek this week? I don't know. If not, if it ain't midweek, it's going to have to be. It's probably going to be after All Star. Then that'd be like a whole two weeks. Yeah, I don't. Because no one has said anything about when possible services would be yeah. right. Where are you going to have it at? The sta- You got to do it at the Staples. No, you can't. It's too small. You think the Staples Center is too small? Yes. The Staples Center is too Nipsey packed out the Staples Center. I mean, not everybody going to get in. Not everybody going to get in. I heard they talking about possibly going to um, uh, where the Chargers play. Because the big two biggest stadiums in L.A. is the Chargers play and the Rose Bowl Stadium. Like, those hold the most people. Okay. Um, nigga, he's an international superstar. You can pack that bitch out with NBA, <laughs> NBA I mean, players. Like, I mean, the Lakers pack that bitch out damn near every night. So I was thinking maybe the Staples would be big enough. But I, I didn't take into account that, that Nipsey funeral was there and smacked out. Just a shame, man. That's a shame. They was talk about. You think they should change the NBA logo? No, no, I don't. Why not? Why should they? I mean, people. The, the logo is outdated as fuck. Change that shit. All it should have been Jordan a long time ago. All it is just somebody dribbling, man. Like that's what that's what they do in basketball. They dribble. Look at the silhouette. Of the person dribbling. I know. It's Jerry West. That they won't admit there's Jerry West, by the way. I've seen the original picture. The what NBA has not addressed that as being Jerry West. Because if the so You can Google the fucking picture. If they say that's Jerry West, then they got to pay that man. You can Google the pictures. It's fucking silhouette. Like, I've seen it plenty of times. I think the logo should have been Jordan a long time ago. Then it would be the same thing. They don't want to have... They'd have to pay for the lights. Sound off. I think they should change that shit every 20, 25 years. Like, what? Like that's not what the basketball looks like. But businesses don't change their logos like that. You sure? 
Ford don't change their logo. Chevy don't change their logo. It's a brand. You know what the fuck it is. The NBA is not changing that logo. They should. They're not. And you'll be surprised how many people have changed their logo. Because all like Sprite, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, all them niggas didn't change their logo. Okay, and I just named a few businesses that have never changed their logos. I think Ford did. Yeah, maybe from like 1930 or some shit. Ford ain't changed that shit up at least in the last 50 years. Chevy ain't changed that shit up. Like some things just are what they are. The NBA is not going to change that logo. Didn't used to be this cursive. You know that's the regular cursive logo, and then this is what Nigga, it used that's, to be. That's not the fucking Ford logo. Stop letting the internet lie to you. That's not the four logo. This should be the old one. <laughs> no, it's, it's still the same, nigga. That's not the same. You know that's not the fucking same. Jay, that's not the Ford logo. Okay, dog. <laughs> it's not. This four emblem lasted from 1903 to 1907. They changed that shit quick. <laughs> it was four years in, but okay. they changed it. But don't tell me it's not it. That was it. They changed that shit. Thank you, Jason. I thought I thought you was trying to tell me that's the logo now. No, oh, I'm about no. to say you, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> Man, I should change that shit. That shit looked ass. They're not gonna change it, dog. I didn't, it. I didn't say what they were gonna do. I said what they should do. No, I saw in the All Star game they're gonna the Eases, whatever team one team is gonna wear eight, and then the other team everybody's gonna wear twenty four. They are also playing. Each quarter is a game. Yeah. So after, which is pretty interesting. And then on the fourth quarter, everybody going to get 24 points or something like that. And then. They, they experiment in something different with the rules. I'm but, cool with the, 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 I don't know what the 24 points. I don't know what that does. If, if you give both teams 24 points, like, I, I, I don't know. I'm cool with the all-star game being like an exhibition. It doesn't need to be like the regular basketball games that we watch. Um, but like it'll be more competitive if each quarter is a game, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And oh, I think they say, oh, I think know what it is. I think they said, I could be wrong. By the way, I think they said each quarter is a game, and whoever is the winner is between the first three, they get 24 points in the fourth quarter. Maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I really want them to do a king of the ring, king of the court. Get rid of that ducking contest shit. Uh, I heard Dwight Howard weak ass is in a ducking contest. Uh, let's do, in honor of Kobe, let's get the fuck away from Dwight Howard. Um, get get rid of that. I don't, I don't, this ducking contest shit is over with, dog. That shit is passed. Um, give me a three-point contest. Give me the skills and get, get like 15, 10 to 15 people and play one-on-one. The king of the court. We can we can end all these hypothetical nigga LeBron uh, d- nigga. But then you have to get you'd have to get superstars to enter that shit. Niggas. I don't need to be it don't need to be a superstar. When you find out the nigga on the, the at the end of the bench bench cook LeBron <laughs> like damn. But that's what, but that's what you need. You still need the big. You still need a LeBron or somebody to make people tune in and give a fuck. You nobody wants in. to see the nigga that sit on the end of the Pistons bench playing in the king of the court. That's not true. Until you, when you out there playing one on one, you see a nigga get cooked. You gonna be hype like this nigga crossed the shit. And low key, it's good for the NBA because you would actually end up with more stars. 
You actually have more people invested in your product. Or some niggas could just have a good night and but be cooking can, that night and you don't can, do shit else. You can do it. Vote vote the people in. Whoever wants to play and the fans vote the people, the top 15 or whatever, and then they play in a tournament I wouldn't style. be mad at that. Until, it's going to be all good until somebody get hurt. Nigga, they can get hurt in the All-Star game. Nah. They can get hurt in the dunking contest. Niggas is not going to be fucking with that one-on-one and somebody blow an ACL up. Like niggas is not gonna be fucking with that shit. Niggas play NFL, don't they? They play the NFL All Star game. They play no, the NBA All Star game. And that shit is game. basically a flag. The Pro Bowl is basically fucking flag football. Nobody gets drilled. Nigga is not about to tear no fucking ACL, dog. Nigga, the last time somebody got really hit in the Pro Bowl was when Sean Taylor like took out a, a kicker. Like nobody gets drilled in the Pro Bowl, dog. King of the King of the Court. Ten of y'all. Game is to five. And move the nigga, that's on. a quick ass game. Game is the fuck. Well, seven. Shit, it don't take that long to be to cook your dumb ass, nigga. Get the fuck on. God damn. Can't... The game is the seven. Can we get to twenty one by one? Who the who the fuck playing this to twenty one? I mean, that's the game everybody grew up playing twenty one. Well, niggas play one on one. They are not playing twenty one. <laughs> no, that's no, not they... how it goes, nigga. We about to go. We about to play this game to seven. We're going by one. Who will win between LeBron James and um say Steph Curry? I think LeBron will win. Why do you think that? We just playing till ones, right? Yeah. LeBron big enough to check Steph out there on the out there on the wing. Nigga, Steph, Steph, can't, Steph will cook LeBron. Steph can't body up. If LeBron is smart, he'll back that little nigga down. Steph can't body that nigga. But I can shoot further than you, LeBron. There's still one point. But you can't. It's going to make it. That's what. But this is what I'm talking about. Like the the proverbial what if. Maybe I'll be like, hey, I'm gonna back the nigga down, but th- th- what if you don't get the ball first and I can't, I don't miss from three point land? What if I cook you? Because I got the I best. Mean, that handle. nigga could go seven for seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see shit like that. We think that Le- oh LeBron the best in the league. Well, put him up against KD. See what really happened. Put him up against insert such and such. Like, who not gonna want to watch that shit, dog? Shit might be good. You might be on to something, Jay. That is the most exciting shit that for All Star Weekend. You might be on to something. Run that shit, dog. Who won't catch herpes this weekend? That might be another. That could be an all-star event. Well, I don't know. Dog. You lost. You sound like a loser. No, I'm the only nigga at this table who ain't never had it. <laughs> <laughs> I had an STI. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so, it's called uh, a penis flu. Uh, I don't get, I don't <laughs> get sick. <laughs> so, um, all right, man. R.I.P. to Kobe, dog. Yeah, man. Love him, man. But um, R.I.P. to Gianna and the uh, the uh, five others who were on the uh, on that uh, flight, man. Yeah. Uh, what else was going on this week, man? Uh, did you watch the Grammys? I never watched the Grammys. Okay. Um, I did catch about four and a half minutes of the Grammys. What'd you think? Um, I thought the performance I saw was really gay. Lil Nas X and, <laughs> yeah. and Big Nas. Yeah. I'm glad Nas came out, though. Don't we really like this song that much? I'm kind of tired of Old Town Road. <laughs> I hate that shit. How long this song been out? It's only been a year, I guess, but like, all right, man. Where your other song at? Yeah. You know, the Panini shit with- um, With the baby. The baby hot right now. Perform that. <laughs> I don't think people care as much about Panini. Damn, you released a remix- over a year later, we done. You gotta, you gotta. If the song has legs, 
continue to breathe life into that shit. Have you heard the remix since? With Billy Ray? No. I'm talking about with Nas on there. Oh, I didn't know. Nas no. performing. Nas yeah, is yeah, on the yeah. remix. That's the that's the I thought you were talking about the Billy Ray. No, I don't care about Lil Nas X or Old Town Road. Like that's I'm not his demographic. Somebody said is uh Lil Nas X overrated. I said is he ra- in terms of what? Like, I never rated him high to begin with. <laughs> what does that mean? Is there, is there another song? The Panini record is catchy. The baby r- kills it. I mean, the baby typically get off on most of his guest appearances. I'm tired of Old Time Road, fam. <laughs> like I was uh, tired of it from the first time. Then Nas, I you know, it's my my favorite rapper. Yeah, don't nobody call you Big Nas, dog. He has to differentiate himself between Lil Nas. Okay, uh, Big Ellie. <laughs> like, no, this is not. No one calls you Big Nas, dog. He came out, Lil Nas and Big No, nigga. It, it just Lil Nas. Nas and Big Nas. He actually said that out of his mouth. No, I heard. Like, yeah, that's where I got this. Nigga, you're just Nas. You're not Big Nas. No one's. No one has ever called you Big Nas. But you know what? Maybe because like we listen, we listen to hip hop. There's a huge, you know, part if, of the country that doesn't know the difference. If I'm at the water cooler. And someone comes up to me and asks me if I've seen that new Big Nas. <laughs> so, uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> Fuck away from me. Yeah, you, you sound you sound like you don't belong. <laughs> Big Nas. <laughs> Boy. <man. laughs> I still love Nas. He's my favorite rapper. Big Nas. My yeah, favorite it just sounds stupid. Like, this is not Big Nas. Or maybe. You know, I thought about today, dog. The, the baby didn't perform on the Grammys at all, did he? I have no idea. I thought about something today, though. What? I don't like this, but I, I, I just, I just, I don't like this either. By the way, Jay Z calls himself what? Hove, aka the God MC. Yeah. Nas calls himself what? Godson. I don't like that. Okay. Rakim referred to himself as the God MC. No, what I'm saying is like <laughs> this is I'm giving I'm giving you niggas a one up. So if if Jay's supposed to be God and then you supposed to be God's son, son yeah. nah, I don't like that dynamic. I don't like that dynamic at all. I mean, Nas was signed to Jay. No, Nas was not signed to Jay. Jay was the president of Def Jam. He gave that nigga he gave that nigga olive branch. Here you go. I mean, you might as well. I thought I bodied you on a fucking diss record. You might as well come and do business with me. Also, you, you're finally admitting it. In what? That, that, take, that, that, that takeover that, was better than Ether. Maybe you didn't understand what I said. I'm saying after Nas, Body J. Chill out, dog. Chill out. Like, dang. Chill out. Dang. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do this right I now. I don't want to do this right now. I just want to ask you a question. Fuck let's, your question. I don't want to do this, dog. I don't want to. We're not going to act like the consensus is not that Nas won the battle. Are we going to act like that doesn't exist? In real life, are we going to act like the, the the consensus is not that Nas won the battle? People have their opinions. Okay, the, and the majority of people, like it's just, it is, it is what know, it is. I'm not easily influenced by, by the opinions yeah, of yeah, others. Yeah, 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 whatever. I'm an but independent thinker. Jay, who's failing horribly at being the president of Def Jam, went to his arch nemesis to save his fucking job. Please bring some you light. You think he was failing horribly? Who did he sign? Rihanna? Rihanna was signed by already. He he he. Who did he sign? Neo, already there. He signed the Young Guns. He signed Tierra Marie, and he signed Aztec. Where them niggas at? All three of them. 
Jeezy was already there. Def Jam was there. He was failing, and he went to Nas. He breathed life in, into some of those careers, man. Whose career? Rihanna. Fucking, fucking, well, Jeezy already had you a You know the best thing he did him. for Rihanna? A drop a verse. <laughs> hey, man, that, that's worth something. Nigga, that contract was already there. Rihanna been signed since she was 16. <laughs> she wasn't like, doing, she was collecting dust. Hey, listen, dog. That nigga went to his arch nemesis to help save his job and then still only ended Look, up being there Rihanna one time. was collecting dust, dog. Jay, anyway. Jay blew the breath of life into her. Anyway, speaking of the Grammys, um, I don't even know why y'all niggas still like this shit. It's been 30 fucking years, and every fucking year, one of y'all niggas get up there and say the exact same shit that y'all said the year before. The Grammys don't like black people. The Grammys don't like rap. We don't get respected. Blah, say blah. I enjoy But then y'all niggas don't show up to the BET Awards where they love you. Uh, Tyler, the creator, you know, he got his he got his Grammy in the rap category. Um he didn't submit it in the rap category. They put it there. Yeah. Um, but he, I don't think it was a rap album. But he was like, I appreciate it, but it's a backhand compliment, the whole nine yards. Uh, I agree with 100% everything he said. I'm just tired of hearing this shit. Like, what you want me to do? Your nigga keep cheating on you. I don't want to hear that shit no more on the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off my timeline with this. He keep cheating on me shit. Stop fucking going back to the nigga. She won't. Niggas got millions of dollars, millions of fans, opportunity at every fucking, at your fingertips, but y'all want the admiration of some faceless people. But you want to be like when you, you want to be admired for your work. You want to be celebrated for your work. By who? By your peers. They do. Your peers do. I'm talking about the Grammy committee. The Grammy committee is not your peers. That's not them. Look, but so so give me another give me another award that really means something when you produce Your music. Your award is every time you get on a fucking stage and there's 50,000 people who pay money to see you perform. The Grammys is a different sense of validation, man. A validation of who? From who? That's the problem. Like y'all niggas get up there fucking Will Smith boycotted the shit 30 fucking years ago. And y'all still want the validation of somebody who don't fucking like you. I mean, the album of the year is still, it it holds weight. People people want to be able to. The album of the year holds weight with who? Niggas that make fucking music, dog. Who the best rapper in Detroit right now? Oh, man. Royce Fine 9. It's a bunch of niggas who don't give a fuck about Royce Fine 9. And you cannot tell them niggas that side of baby, side of baby not better than them. So. We some quote unquote hip hop heads and we hold this. They don't might care about that shit, man. Like in real life, man, I told you that Kendrick Lamar had the number one album. Some niggas don't like Kendrick. No matter how many Grammys. I mean, it doesn't matter the the so, genre, the award. There's gonna be people that, so Tyler that, the, that fuck it. Tyler the Creator got album rap album of the year. You think that's what niggas is listening to? Absolutely no. What do it matter? Like what where the validation in that? Niggas is not fucking with that shit, man. I'm not saying it wasn't a great album, but the average. I mean, nigga, I, I heard pieces of Igor. It's not, it's not the type of music that I that I'm gonna ride around listening to. I can appreciate it for its artistic value, but what, it's not. It's not for me. What are we doing here? Like, what? What? Who? Who? What? What is this award going to do to you? Like, why I'm is a, that I'm, validation? I don't know, nigga. You can put it on my tombstone when I kick the bucket. Grammy Award winner, Boss Dame. Listen, millionaire Jay Johnson, 
sold out shows everywhere. Jay Johnson. Like, what? What's the validation? You I mean, rich my, as fuck. I mean, my nigga, if they was giving Grammys for podcasts, like, I would like one. I would like to. I would like to have that bitch on in the mantle on the outside of the office. I would like it. They got an iHeart Music Awards. I said Grammy, my nigga. You ain't got to take a picture with it. It'd, it'd just be my Grammy Award since I I carry the show anyway. Just be my Grammy. You can do this by yourself. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like. Fuck the Grammys. It's, it's 2020, dog. What the fuck is niggas doing out here? It's, like, it's easier said than done, Jay. No, it's it's easy. So what other award can I win then? Who if, the fuck care about the award? Niggas care about awards. People care about awards, dog. I mean, I, I didn't make I didn't make the I didn't make the rules, but motherfuckers care about awards. You enforcing the rules? Acting like that shit matter. It don't what do it matter? That a, a a group of motherfuckers that don't like you, who don't look like you, who disrespect you every chance they get. They My say, nigga, if we had a chance to win a fucking Grammy, I want the bitch. I don't give a fuck. A okay. Grammy is only for music. You're not making music right now. We making a podcast. I'm just saying, like, you know, they come up with there's a spoken word album. Like, nigga, you want a you want a hundred thousand followers, a hundred thousand dollars. Which one you want? I want a hundred thousand dollars. You don't want the blue check. Because that's what it is. You want the blue fucking check instead of the fucking money. Because I can give you a Grammy and you be broke as fuck or I can get, I can give you. I get the point you're trying to make. Blah, blah, fucking blah. All I'm just saying is like, nigga. I'll put like this. It means something. I'll put like Niggas this. playing the NBA for what? A championship. The Grammy is your championship. Niggas playing the NBA because they like basketball and that's a lot, a place that you can make a lot of fucking money. Because if they was only given a championship, that bitch would be empty. Ultimately, your career is defined by championships. Your career a- is defined by a group of people. Jay, Jay, they, it's hard to be considered as one of the GOATs without having a championship, without having something to hang your hat on. Same thing goes in any, in any industry. Like, everybody plays to win. Why are you playing if you're not playing to win? I want to win. A Grammy signifies that win. it validates the hard work. No, it don't. You can have a fucking Grammy that didn't even go fucking platinum. Did Tyler the Creator album go platinum this year? Who knows? I don't listen to that. Nipsey sold more fucking records than Tyler this year. You know what validate me? A platinum plaque validate me. That means a million motherfuckers listened to my record and bought it. That's the validation. Yes, that's that's part of it, Jay. You you just trying you playing devil's advocate. I'm not playing know, devil's I know advocate. What you, doing. you get you get do you know what you know what's a uh award that make? The um the RIAA awards. That's an award that I that's tangible. That's a, that's a proof that this shit is good. I don't want a bunch of niggas a, a musical. These niggas go in the back and they listen to the music and then they judge it. You got a seventy year old white man tr- telling me that this is a good hip hop album, nigga. What? It's 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 bigger than that, Jay. It's bigger than that. Y'all niggas on some on. Y'all on some Santa Claus shit. Y'all want the 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 emotional aspect of it. The oh, but this the tradition. The tradition is we don't fucking like y'all. We don't want y'all here. We just start putting you niggas on TV. I never. I don't. I don't get it, dog. I don't fucking get it. It's this whole inclusion shit. Even though white folks don't want me in this school, please put me in this school to be next to these white folks, please. We want to be integrated so bad. Is that what? Is, are you comparing the Grammys to like fucking? Yes, I am segregation. I'm, yes, 
Nigga. Fuck them Grammys. You got a whole bunch of other shit that you can do with your own people. Fucking Diddy get up there crying and shit like you don't got a fucking re- like you don't got a fucking TV station yourself. Nigga, you got a re- why don't you make a revolt music awards? You got a music conference. You got a whole fucking television station dedicated to music. But you don't got no fucking award the show. Grammys is prestigious. Like it'd just be the, the who wants I don't want to. Who told dip. you that shit was prestigious? As it relates to rap music. Oh now, I'm just talking about the Grammys as a whole. As it relates to rap music, they don't give a fuck. Like that's But we talking about rappers. I thought you was talking about well We we literally here talking about rap. Like I don't give a fuck about the the the, the classical music section. That's not my section. But I mean, a, a rapper could also win album of the year. We saw we're out with Speaker Box Love Below, album of the year that year. And I think black folks, us hip hop music, we is hypocrites. How so? Because we'll get up there and be like, Speaker Box Love Below deserve to be album of the year, and ain't heard not near one of the motherfucking albums. And them not our genres. Like, how do I tell you that the fucking percussion album is not as good as this rap album and you don't oh, listen okay. to it? You know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah, yeah. They be like, no, nigga, y'all not giving respect to fucking 21 Savage, such and such. Like, nigga, it's subjective. If I don't like that, sh- like, if the majority of the people don't like rap music, that's not our genre, how the fuck you be mad that the niggas didn't? Like, how do you know that the percussion album not better? Like, on some technical level shit. Like, that nigga plays the piano better than you rap. And more people listen to it. And more people bought it. So how do I say this better? Because he ain't got these bars. He ain't got these bars. And you don't got the hands of this violinist. You know what I'm saying? Like, we be out here arguing over some bullshit. And every fucking year, y'all get up there and start begging and crying, saying, hey, white folks, why don't y'all respect us and give us an award over your other white people? Because that's what it boils down to. We think that shit racist. I mean, it is. <laughs> it is. What if they just don't like the music? I mean, when's the like Like, niggas not making, like, really classic and great hip-hop albums these days. No, uh, no, nah, nah, I take that back. I take that back. I jumped out the window on that one. Shit, I mean. Because niggas are still making good albums. <laughs> facts. I'm, I'm still listening to them. I mean, I just listened to, I mean, I wrapped up Dissect. That shit came out three years ago. Damn, it was so good. That's a great album. It got a fucking Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. Did it win album of the year? It did not. Did it? No, it didn't. But how many niggas can say they got a Pulitzer? That's an important fucking award. I I respect that award. Yeah. It's based upon something. (laughs) Like The Grammys is based upon musical talents. But then you'll get somebody composing up, a, a good project. You'll get somebody up there who played 92 instruments on an album. And you're going to be like, because you like insert rapper here, album more that the Grammys is racist and they should have gave it to that person. Nigga just played 92 instruments on this shit. Like, but he ain't got no bars. And again, you don't ain't got, got no bars. And you can't read a note of music. <laughs> and it's a, and it's a musical award. Like I think we be tr- we be fooling ourselves <laughs> trying to be included in some shit that don't include us, but we gonna. That's make the only ourselves. argument I got. You ain't got no bars. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I can give. You see, De- you you hear Diddy's speech? Yeah, I did. What was he talking about? Uh, more inclusion. That's it. That mean this motherfucker get up there talking about all this fucking inclusion and black excellence, and I'm only for the artists. 
Boy, if you don't <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this nigga, though. It's quite a few artists that may say something differently. Sean. Let me let me go to Mace's post. Yo. Mace on Instagram, RSVP Mace. Diddy. I heard your little Grammy speech <laughs> about how you are now for Mace the, is coming from a place of hurt. No, Mace said I went and got my money up first. I wanted to make sure I'm well, we get there. Diddy, I heard your little Grammy speech. He didn't say little. <laughs> I'm throwing that in there. How about this? You paraphrasing. Diddy, I heard your Grammy speech about how you are now for the artist and about how the <laughs> artist must take back control. So I'll be the first to take that initiative. Also, before we ask other ethnicities to do us right, we should do us as black people better, especially creators. I heard you loud and clear when you said that you are now for the artist. And that my response is, if you want to see change, you can make change today by starting with yourself. Your past business practices knowingly has continued purposely starve your artists and been extremely unfair to the very same artists that helped you obtain that icon award on the iconic bad boy label. For example, you still got my publishing from 24 years ago, damn, which you gave me $20,000 for. Which makes me never want to do work with you as any artist wouldn't after it out, you know it he didn't write this shit right. And he got like the letter U. <laughs> anyway, work with you as any artist wouldn't after you know someone is rapping you and tarnishing your name when you don't want to comply with his horrendous business model. However, people would always ask, what's up with Mace? So I'll be forced to still perform and not to look crazy. So when I even when I was getting peanuts and the robbery would continue. So many great moments and people's lives and music were lost. But again, I rode with you in the face of death without flinching and you still wouldn't do right. I never said anything because I wanted to wait until I was financially great so I can be assured that I was addressing it from a pure place and not one out of spite. To add insult, you keep screaming black excellence and love but I know it isn't love. <laughs> I know love isn't free. So I offered you $2 million in cash just a few days ago to sell me back my publishing as the biggest artist alive, as his biggest artist alive, that you always show respect for giving me an opportunity at 19 years old. Your response was if I can match what the European offer, the European guy offered him, then that's the only way you can get it back. Or I could wait until I'm 50 years old. And it'll revert back to me from when I was 19. You bought it for me for 20000 and I offered you $2 million in cash. This is not black excellence at all. When your own race is enslaving us, if it's about owning, um, it can't be about us owning each other. <laughs> uh, no more hiding behind love. You change, get an artist back their money so they can take care of their families. You know, did he say, said a mouthful. Did he say he changed his middle name to Love? Yeah, because he's about love. Give me one artist that, who's successful on Bad Boy right now. Ever success? What? Give me like the because there have been successful acts, but are you talking about like financially free or based on what I just read? What do you think I'm talking about? I can't think of nobody, man. I know somebody that was I know somebody personally that was signed to Diddy like the way that he does business like he a paper gangster for real like I I know two matter of fact I know two people that were signed to, to bad boy one as an artist 
and then one as a songwriter. The friend that I knew that was signed as a songwriter, she was signed to a 10 album deal. There's no way she was ever going to produce no way you 10, 10 albums. 10 albums <laughs> there's, there's no way in hell. But I mean, she wanted a record deal so bad. She was so thirsty for it. You know, she, she signed on to what she thought was a good deal. She thought her, you know, the money that was offered to her was money for her to spend. That money is your budget. Like if she she writes and shit for like other artists or shit in the industry, but like Diddy at any moment can push the button and he's getting the cash. Like she's not she's not reaping the benefits of her work and won't. Now listen, if you want to be a shrewd businessman, do it. All right. Be that. Shit, you shouldn't have signed it then. Should have had a lawyer look over it. Fine, fuck it. You shouldn't have signed it. You're going to be that businessman, be that businessman. But you got to get the fuck off this black excellence shit. This, I'm here for the artist and it's all about ownership and all that. Like, it's like it. a coded language. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of nice little power words that you throw in there for to the get the collapse. Yeah. And shit. Like, come on, if we if we gonna be a hundred percent, like you've been eating off the culture for a long time, right? We we got a long stretch. Like Mace ain't the first disgruntled bad boy artist. Like you got a history. This goes back to let the locks go, day twenty six, like everybody that's alive. That has been signed to Bad Boy has some type of angst against Diddy and his business practices. First one talking that family shit, then get a lot of dough and don't get a family shit. Yeah, like dog, that shit whack to me, dog. It's whack to me in the aspect of if you're gonna do business a certain way, fine, that's how you're gonna do it. But don't be acting like you better. Like, oh, we here for us. It's the don't don't pull the black shit. Don't pull the black car when you out here raping niggas, dog. Yeah. Mace ain't put no fucking music out because he would never get paid for it. The the deal didn't go through with G Unit in real life because he would never get paid for it. But like he to the point where it's like, well, niggas, he's saying, where you at? Where you at? What's up, Max? What up, man? So every once in a while, I drop something just so niggas would be like, what's well, up? Drop a welcome back. But like, I'm not getting no fucking money off this shit. It's 25 years ago, dog. And you and basically, it's like, look. You know the nigga ain't putting out no motherfucking material, but fuck it. I'm not letting you out this bitch because if I do, then you I mean, will. He's, he's still eating off of royalties. He's still eating off of, uh, off of Harlem World. That shit, wow. Just get off that black ownership shit. And don't get up there on the Grammys and, and try to give a fucking speech and be mad that white folks is doing you a certain way when you're doing that. Listen, this don't necessarily got nothing to do with, with Diddy. If you black... And there is a, a a common feeling of how, quote unquote, white folks have done us in this country. Right. Right. Because we've been poor across the board. Yeah. So if you make it out of your situation and then you turn around and do what has been done to you to your own people, I think that you, you worse than they are because you've been there before. Yeah. Like. I don't like that shit, dog. Outside of Diddy, this in, in any situation, if you was a victim of something, you finally made it out of your your own your circumstance, and then you turned around and did that and exact same shit. Victimize the next person, nigga. You is worse than the person who did it to you. It's a special place in hell for niggas like that. That shit, I don't. It's not respectable to me. I'm not saying it's illegal. I'm not saying that you got the obligation to do anything. It's not respectable. I don't respect you as a person if you would knowingly 
get over on somebody consistently. Yeah. I mean, that's how he's made his, that's how he built his empire off of hits and jerking niggas. So everything that you have offered up to the culture came off the backs of someone else. You're not a rapper. Yeah. You don't actually rap. You're not an actual producer. Can, do we get a culture vulture tag? I think it's fair. I, I At least the conversation, right? I'm not trying to say, like... I don't know, because, like, for everything that he's taken away from the culture, like, Diddy has given us a lot, too. What? I mean, he's given us 20 years of hits and put out a lot of a lot of huge hip-hop artists. Facts, right? And R&B. Like, he's a... But sig- those artists never got paid. He got paid from it. So, like... If that's the case, shit, Leor Cohen, Leor Cohen then gave us a whole bunch of shit. Niggas under his artists, like everybody from Universal, they've given us you're a lot right. of stuff. You're right. You're right. But do good business though, right? You should. You don't got like listen, the nigga was 19 years old, illegal, he signed a contract. Yo bad. Yo bad. You should have did something different. I don't know. He don't owe it to you to do nothing like that. But don't come around this bitch on some family shit. Get a lot of dough and don't get a family shit. shit. Like, don't do that. Nigga, just be your shrewd businessman. Tell him, like, Nugget, don't ask me to give you no money if you're not asking such and such. But we are. Right? If anything, we get black people in positions of power a pass. I don't see nobody pulling up other than Ice Cube, uh, pulling up at nobody offices and, and doing harm. No. Nah. But we parade Diddy out here. We know Diddy do niggas dirty like baby. Oh. Right? Yeah. I mean, they the same nigga. But we give Diddy a pass. Is baby the Diddy of the South? Come on, man. Diddy below the Mason Dixon? Now, allegedly. <clears throat> No, baby done been, baby done had, done went to court, like, not paying niggas. It is what it is, dog. I know, I mean, who knows who we I mean, that's, it's the music business. Uh, clearly, that's the way the business is done, unfortunately. Cool. Well, don't get up there last Sunday on some, I'm just for the artist now. I, like, you on some, oh, I'm on some change of heart shit. So, nigga called you out, like, on Tuesday. Like, look, nigga, I'll give you $2 million. Let me get my publishing back. You've made enough money over the last 24 years. What's What's enough money? What's enough? Tell me what enough money is. Enough money off of me. I'm I'm saying what's what's the figure? What what justifies I made enough? Um I don't know. I've never made enough and I never want to. There's no such thing as enough money to me. I I'm the opposite. It don't take much to make me happy. But that's cuz you poor. I mean not like I'm I mean, I know that you do, <clears throat> excuse me, you do well, but I'm saying like you make a you make a, a decent living, but like nigga, you're not making, you're not bringing in millions a year. I'm not. It still don't take a lot, it still don't take much to make me happy. Well, nigga, I've said it here before. Give me the catalog. I'll show you how daddy ball. I want it all. Have fun with it. I want it all. And you might go down in a plane crash and all that shit going to go away. And at the end of the day, only thing that's going to fucking matter is the relationship that you have with your friends and your family, and your loved ones. Because don't nobody give a fuck what Kobe, Dr- Kobe Bryant had in his backyard. Nobody give a fuck about 
how big his house was. Niggas is talking about the impact that he made as a father, as the whole nine. Ain't nobody talking about his jury. And we're talking, look, man, I I, I get your point, Jay. I want yeah. the, I would like some of the money. I would like to see what it feels like. Facts. Have, a, have at it. However, me and, as a person, I'm not doing that shit on the backs of another man while saying I'm all for the people. I'm all for the artists. We got to have ownership and blah, blah, blah. Fuck out of here, nigga. Just don't just just don't put that part in it. Just keep doing your shrewd business shit, but don't come over here for the uh, uh, the applause and claps when you at the fucking Rock Nation brunch the day before. So you want to be all black power with 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 fucking with Jay and Meek and all them motherfuckers and shit. The next day, get up there crying on the Grammys about y'all not doing us right. How the fuck you gonna get in front of the fucking Grammy committee and say you not somebody not doing somebody right while you? continually not doing motherfuckers right. Just shut that shit the fuck up. If you're going to do business like that, do business like that. It's legal. You don't got to, you don't have a, a legal obligation. You don't got to help nobody, but you're not about to sit up there and fucking front and lie. Sit your ass down somewhere. Keep that shit. Keep running business like you running business. It's been working for you. Niggas love you. They, they, they watch the TV shows and shit like that. You ain't got to come in for on that black power shit. When you lying, yeah. Nigga say I'll give you two million. <laughs> like shit, nigga, you ate for twenty four years off the shit. And I'm sure he's made more than two million. <clears throat> but what's enough money? If I can make another twenty and just keep it, fuck you. Enough money is I wouldn't know if it was there or not. My lifestyle wouldn't change whether if I had it or if I didn't have it. That's enough. Your lifestyle would definitely change if you didn't have it. So if I make 200 million i've got 200 million in my bank account right now whether i had 20 extra or 20 less my lifestyle would not change that's because you living poor with like let's be real i get it it's a joke it's funny with 200 million dollars an extra 10 up or down you would not change your lifestyle nigga you you i don't know because i don't have it jay i don't have it if I if I took a hundred dollars from you right now, is your lifestyle gonna change? No. Why not? But I miss it. I want it back. Yo, well, I don't know. If my account don't never so I got four say I got four thousand dollars in my in my in a savings account, right? That I don't plan on touching. It's just there. So if tomorrow if it's if it's three thousand uh nine hundred and eighty, ain't nothing changed. I hear, I hear the point you're trying to make. Yes, it, yes, something did change. Somebody took twenty dollars from you. Okay, I want you, my money. Okay, I want every goddamn dime. But you said, "What is enough?" I said, "Enough is whether when it won't matter if I had it or if I didn't have it." Jay, I will never. I will. My bank account will never be that. It will never be that. If I had two hundred million and somebody took ten, it's not enough. I need my ten and another ten. Okay. We don't want to deal with logic. We don't deal with emotion. No, no. I'm dealing with logic. I no, st- you're not. If it, I took $100 from your account right now, your, your, your lifestyle is not about to change because you make enough money for $100 not to make a, a difference for you. Is that not true or not? Like right right now, if a, if a nigga took if $100. If you take $100 enough times, don't mind. I'm sure. talking about right now, $100. I wouldn't, lo- I wouldn't lose a wink of sleep. I'll spend that tonight at the bar. So whether you had an extra hundred 
or if your your balance went down a hundred, your lifestyle wouldn't change. No, because I, you make enough money right now where a hundred dollars does not impact you one time. Is that is that not true or not? That is true. And I still want it. Okay, but the question was, how much is no, enough? No, my life. I I don't know because I don't have enough. And even if I had a hundred million in the bank, it's still not enough. All right, but you just contradicted yourself. Like right now, you make enough money where a hundred dollars don't hurt you. Is that yes or no? Is yes, it, it doesn't hurt me. No, it wouldn't hurt me. Well, then you make enough for a hundred dollars and not hurt you. So how much is enough money for that two million not to hurt them, whether I had it or not? It's a number. It exists. I haven't met the number yet. Maybe at two hundred million, I wouldn't care. But I I need to get the two hundred million first. Then then you can talk to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to confuse me with words, nigga. No, I'm just doing numbers. Like math is simple. You know what I'm saying? Like they word problems. Math is real simple, dog. But like some niggas just greedy. And I'm one of them niggas. Hey man, more power to you, man. I can't wait to sell sell you out. Hey. Turn this into Shop Talk Dame cast. Hey, it is what it is, man. <laughs> That's how some people get down. <laughs> Death of a dynasty. Jay and Dame. <laughs> hey, man. We're not going down. And who came out on top? Who, who came Dame. out on top? Dame. Oh, okay. Well, Jay, we have to listen. <laughs> Some people said, hey. <laughs> hey, man, we can, we, we can do that. I'll be Jay and you be Dame. <laughs> right. All right? I'll be Jay and you be Dame. Uh, I just don't like that shit. I think that shit whack. I think uh, I'm not the giant Mace fan. Uh, but I think that shit was spot on. Isn't that Cheyenne's favorite rapper? She I feel like it is. She definitely fond of him. Fuck Mace. Uh, what you feel about what he said? I mean, he's spot on with the shit. He's spot on. I mean, niggas been talking about Diddy being like a paper gangster for 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 decades. He not saying nothing new. He's not saying nothing new. I mean, the locks threatened to throw threatened to throw a refrigerator at that nigga. Because they want that publishing. I got it. I mean, you got to do what you got to do in business, right? Yeah. So I threatened you and you let me out my contract. All fun. I mean, it's all fair. It's all fun and games. So I got 30 niggas sit- sitting outside the studio ready to beat your ass every day. That shit got real. So much, in fact, they had he had to, had to legally block his name out of, of the, the second album. Yeah. But shit. Hey man, we was young. We was eight. We was nineteen years old. We signed a contract. We thought that you had our best interest in mind because you was our man. And I mean, when you nineteen and you ain't got shit, and somebody offer you twenty grand, well, somebody you think that's your man though? Yeah. Like, cause I don't expect you to fuck me over. You learn that hard way. There's no friends in business. You learn that the hard way, and then guess what? I made you rip up my contract. Yeah. Well, I made you sign a new one. And then I signed a rough riders, so we had extra help. <laughs> But look, man, it is what it is. I think that shit whack. You can miss me with that black shit if you're going to be acting like that whack shit. Bars. Bars. Um, I don't know, man. I think that's all I got, man. It's been a tough week. I feel like it's something else, there's something else left out there on the agenda. Oh, man. You hear about this case? Well, you know, I know you heard about it. Yeah. Let me tell you all about this shit. Um, there's a couple from Idaho and um, the man and the woman they just got married last year 
Now, before being married, the husband, wife died like five months later or two months before. Mysteriously. Yeah, they thought natural causes. I don't know how young people just die of natural causes, but whatever. The wife, her ex-husband was murdered. He was killed, shot and killed by her brother. Self-defense. Right. Shortly after that, about a couple months after that, her brother turns up dead. Natural causes. And then they marry each other. Now, once they marry, their children disappear. <laughs> like vanish. A, like a seven year old and a seventeen year old, they just not be. They, they she took them out. The mom took them out of school in like September or October, rather. Right. Um. Well, no, in September, her mom took them out of school in August, and then in September was the last time they were seen, and nobody's seen the kids. So the grandparents was like, and she not responding to our voicemails, our calls, our texts, our emails. Can y'all send the police out there? Do a wellness check. Do a wellness check because it's been months since we seen the kids. They go out there to do a wellness check, and they're like, "Hey, what 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 the kids at? Oh, they with a family friend in Arizona." The next day, the police come back. The husband and wife they out of here, <laughs> gone. And where do they find them at? In Hawaii, just last weekend. <laughs> this was some, from September to last weekend. They've been gone. It's a long time. In Hawaii, I had, geography wasn't my best class, but Hawaii pretty fucking far away from Idaho. On a resort. And they so they say, they track them down. It was like, look, we're giving you three days to produce the children. How is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard, I've never heard somebody have a, a deadline to, you know, show up somewhere with their uh, lost kids. Please prove your kids are alive um, by fucking Thursday or else we're going to give you a stern talking to. So yesterday came and went. The grandparents was there. The kids didn't show up. Right. And neither did the husband and the wife. And guess what happened today? Not shit. Not a goddamn thing. Not shit. Everybody associated with this shit is dead, dog. And hopefully that them children are Man, them children dead than a motherfucker. Alright, like let's we don't even need to tap dance around that shit. Them kids dead. I don't know. Maybe they got sold into human trafficking. No. Oh, there's another piece I'm leaving out. Um these two husband and wife they are doomsdayers um they are like in an ultra religious group who's preparing for the for doomsday and they think that doomsday is upon us and they kind of think that maybe they did something with the kids preparing for doomsday or offering them up as a sacrifice i don't know man as a sacrifice Uh, i i just don't know man but it's some wild shit going on and it is quite Q W H I T E, quite strange. I like that. I like that. That nothing is happening to these people. So what? What do you think should happen to them? Put the motherfuckers in jail for murder. Niggas get charged for murder without no body all the time. 
And if you know where your kid's at, tell the court or you guys is going to prison. That's why we're going to hold them in contempt of court because they didn't produce the kids. Nigga, them kids ain't been seen in six months. There's no producing the kids because they gone. They gone. Ain't no producing them fucking kids. They dead, man. They dead. Man, the next next door neighbor said the little boy was like, um, he told the little kid next door was um like I'm going to live with my grandma or some shit. And then the next they had never seen him again. Grandma been asking where y'all been at. So y'all definitely didn't go with grandma. Now the daughter's 17. <laughs> what y'all do with her? She old enough to bob to have a life. Bob and we fight back. Yeah. I don't know. Like what y'all do with her? I'm pretty sure they thought they were safe with their parents. Yeah. Or man. parent. Because the other nigga not related. That's my stepdad. That's my mama. Nigga just showed my up. Nigga showed up a couple months ago though. Like both of them spouses die and they get married like two months later. And then the nigga that you had kill your your husband, who's your brother, he ends up dead. Self-defense, though, Jay. It was self-defense. They assumed old boy wife body because we just don't know. Yeah. Whatever happened to that Dewan Sims case? Nothing. It just came and went. Then the nigga popped up like, yo, I think I'm, I'm Dewan Sims. Here's my DNA. No follow-up. Then it up. went quiet. Then it just went quiet. Like, damn, crime in the D news? Fox 2 investigative reporting? That's how, but that's how news is, man. Like, nobody... Unless it's a big story, nobody cares. Nigga, that's it a, just comes and goes. It's a giant story. Missing team pops up 25 years later saying, hey, it's me. Whoop, it's me. Poseidon. <laughs> and it's gone. And it's gone. One of our listeners, can y'all let us know what happened with, with, with the DeWine Sims? Y'all local? Y'all know somebody who knows somebody? I got to. Why do you think you him? I don't know. <laughs> like, you just wake up one day like, hmm. You know, we, we know we, we bought you over by Mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I come up. Like, it's got, you know, you got one drunk uncle or somebody that know a family secret and they just let that shit slip and slide the fuck out. But fam, Dewan Sims disappeared when he was four. Four is old enough to like know some shit. Yeah. Like, where's my old family at? <laughs> like, your y- youngest son is what? About to be three, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he remembers. Like, <laughs> he who, knows who's dad who dad is. <laughs> like, he'll be like, hey, where uh where that light skin is with the boy head? Like <laughs> I don't know, man. This is strange. But Matter of fact, my niece is four. What am I like? She know what the fuck going on. She been calling and FaceTiming and texting all day. It's like she she's aware. Yeah. Like she knows name. She knows my she knows everybody in the family name. Like, hey, Aunt says, like you just don't be You're not gonna be able to just pluck her out and just put her in my house. Nigga, I'm I'm your this, daddy now. Peep this uh on Christmas and shit. She tried to get a new grandfather. <laughs> what? She was uh, she asked this man who ain't about fifty years old, who's like, uh, would you like to be my grandfather? She's like, Why? Well, he's like, my current one's not doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> this girl four years old <laughs> she recruited she, recruiting. she yeah. recruited a new grandfather like damn and what's a good job to a four year old hey she want more time shit I don't know that's crazy okay she, she be at my dad's house all the time so, so I want another one like hey mm-hmm. but 
That's wild, man. I don't get it, dog. <laughs> I like that. I'm recruiting. I'm recruiting for a new grandparent. That shit wild. Uh, Kids are wild as fuck, man. All of them. I don't know, man. That's all I got, dog. So somebody hit me up, man, and and I should have reached out to you earlier. Whose bars is these? We got to bring that shit back. Yeah, we do. Whose bars is these? Like we we stopped. That's supposed to be like a recurring weekly thing. It was, uh, but. I mean, I be busy, shit. Like, I be forgetting. <laughs> Maybe next week. Yeah, next week. Okay, we'll do a whose bars is these next week. You got a whose man's is this? I do. All right, let's have it. Oh Lord, where my phone at? Dog? Is this a? All right, where that little piece at? Here it go. Cause yeah, it's right there. I don't. I I just don't understand what's wrong with this nigga, dog. And you know I, I I'm I'm fond of this guy. You know what I'm saying? We we talked about him very fondly. But this 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 nigga is fucking amazing. And not in a good way. But my whose man's is this is going to this. Listen, let's listen to this shit. All right. Mars investigation. The National Basketball Association is a suspect in Dr. Umar's investigation. That's right. The goddamn NBA is a suspect. You sound like that wind kicking your ass, Dr. Umar. As soon as I said that, Mama Oya blew my cell phone off the stand. As soon as I named the NBA as a suspect, Mama Oya, and now the winds is coming. Soon when I said the NBA, Orisha Oya blew my phone off the stand. That's not proof that it was the NBA, but that's damn sure some good evidence. That's not proof that it was the NBA. Nigga, but what? But that's damn sure some good evidence that soon when I mention the NBA, the ancestors blow the cell phone off the stand. I just wanted to point that out. They try to tell your ass to shit the fuck down. So is that what he's basing that off of? Dr. Umar believes that Kobe Bryant was killed by a pharmaceutical company um, because he's in a he was in a legal battle for um, some nigga was this company with a fucking sports drink want to name they shit Black Mamba and he like yo you can't use that shit so they in a court battle so he thinks that a pharmaceutical company um, had Kobe Bryant killed this is a Kobe Bryant he's not gonna die like that he says a missile was shot. At at Kobe Bryant and all like listen, dog. I am the Tim Foyle Hat Titan conspiracy realist. I am down for a good fucking conspiracy. Shut the fuck up with this dumb shit, dog. Because now you make you make everything that 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 you may say remotely accurate sound wild. Nigga, you on a fucking playground. Is it the playground of his school? Looking I'm not saying he's homeless, but he looks like he doesn't have a home. <laughs> Look at the tad dusty today. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Nigga said in Dr. Umar's investigation. You don't got no fucking investigation, nigga. We don't know who Dr. Umar knows. The NBA is in my, as a suspect in my, shut the fuck up. God damn, Umar. Why'd you do this, dog? I like you, dog. I did. But now I look crazy supporting shit. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Every fucking thing ain't the Illuminati. 
Every fucking thing ain't the. I can't believe I'm saying this shit. <laughs> Everything not a fucking conspiracy. The nigga died because the fucking conditions was fucked up. The goddamn pilot made some bad decisions, and it was a fucking error, and he cost everybody a fucking life. His too. It's tragic. No fucking missile. Shut the fuck up, man. Who the fuck, man? Is, is that this what this? he said? It was a missile. I seen this nigga talk, and then at the end of the video, he asked for donations. Well, I mean, when don't the church pass around the collection plate? Like, no, you're not helping your cause, my nigga. You are not helping your cause. Fucking miss. Shut the fuck up. A missile? A missile? Pharmaceutical companies out here shooting <laughs> rockets and shit. Like, get the fuck out of here, nigga. Wow. Look, man, this is, my, this is my whole thing. Before any Kobe slander, like, this, that man ain't even in the ground yet. Like, just let it let it go. I don't want to hear no conspiracy theories. This motherfucker talking about, I, I let the whole Meek Mill Bill Cosby shit fly under the fucking rug. You know why they had to let Meek free? Because if they would have found out that the two most powerful people in Philadelphia, Meek Mill and Bill Cosby, would have been in prison together. They could not have. Now shut the fuck up, man. What are you doing, man? Those are the two most powerful (laughs) niggas in Philadelphia. It would have brought too much attention to the- Philly in bad hands. (laughs) Them the most powerful niggas. It would have brought too much attention to the the, the corrupt system that's the- the, (laughs) I can't even get this shit out, man. I fucking supported the goddamn school, man. I want the kids to be cool, but I don't want you teaching these niggas if that's the type of shit you're going to be teaching. How much you donate to the school, Jay? I support you niggas with my <laughs> brand, <and> my money. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> like no, just like on. a nigga, you supposed to support with your dollar. Come on, dog. <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Though? We just big this nigga up like two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, I love Doctor Umar, but he be a little off base sometimes, man. Like, come on, man. You know, you know how Doctor Umar's a who the fuck you, <laughs> nigga. I'm talking about the day of. Them niggas still picking up shit off the ground over there. You know who you you kind of said this analogy like uh, uh ne- <laughs> never mind. I'm just gonna let it go. Just gonna let it go. No, I say this <laughs> shit now. You know how you you kind of came up with like an analogy like uh shit. The shit slipped my mind now. Fuck it. The moment oh, is gone, bro. Oh, it's gone. Shit. It's gone. That's CTE, man. <sighs> Sorry, Dr. Umar, man, but who man is this? No, no, I remember now. I remember now. When we was talking about like Eminem having more hit, having more misses than hits, Dr. Umar sort of straddling that line where you might have a little bit more gray area than common fucking sense at this point. This is true. And it's unfortunate. And I want to, but I want to, I want to support you. I do, but you make it really fucking difficult. I would love to sit down and talk to him. I don't know which one, we, which version of them we gonna get, but I love to sit down and talk to him. Oh, man, I hope I don't sound like that to some niggas. Dog. <laughs> you do, cause you <laughs> old. <laughs> I hope I don't ever sound when like that. When you put your tinfoil hat, hat hat on, that's what you sound like. Oh, whole tap ass nigga. Doctor, ooh, 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 nigga, your phone <laughs> fell off because you had a weak ass tripod. Nigga, the ancestor, nigga, ain't no fucking the ancestor blew your phone out there, your hand because they knew you was out here saying some bullshit. A they good were, nigga, a good gust of wind to knock down any tripod. No, a not good true. gust of wind to knock you the fuck over. Man, all I know is 
the ancestors try to get your phone out your hands because they don't want to be disrespected. Because <laughs> they gonna st- we gonna stop believing in the ancestors if you don't stop talking about this missiles and Kobe Bryant shit. Fucking weak ass energy drink ain't assassinating nobody. <laughs> the black mamba drink. Oh, Doctor Umar, I want to believe, bro. The NBA <laughs> is in Doctor Umar's investigation. Think if you don't get your ass the fuck out, I'm of here. sure the NBA is concerned. Uh, is that it for whose man's fucking man's is this oh man Dr. Umar I want to believe in you bro I really do that nigga make me want to go back on other conspiracies like no fuck that shit you alright you alright Jay <laughs> tell, tell him why you really mad man oh man so my music pick of the week it was Sunday still dog it was like the day of like, I didn't know that. Like, it wasn't even the next day. Damn, Umar. You done, man? Yeah, man. You got it off your chest? <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. I mean, if you need a couple more minutes, like, it's our show. I'm good, dog. Okay. <laughs> so, my music pick of the week. And this, I know, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to keep it with another hometown artist. I, I came across this song the other, the other day. I'm really... Uh, looking like for the next crop of Detroit female MCs cuz i think that's uh it's a lot of it's a lot of female talent that's out here that's untapped i ran into you know i'm working you know i'm working on something i'm trying to cook uh the heartbreak dame is the tentative title of, of what i'm cooking up cuz kush blunts and clinic trips you know i almost died last year so i just let it go for now you know i'll see how the pen is moving me later but i was in the studio a few weeks ago i ran into this young lady She's doing a mixtape where she's recording, she's rapping over like all old school yeah, you female that. rap beats. Uh, a young young girl from Detroit, I can't think of her name. She was supposed to send me some music and she hasn't as of yet because I told her about the podcast. I really hope that she's still, you know, cooking up and coming out with this project because what I heard so far, like, was was dope. But I say all that to say I was online this week, ran across a female MC from the city Got a dope-ass song. Her name is Chanel Monet. The name of the song is Heavy Talk. And she she talking that shit. Play some of it. Shit. Hold on. Let me pull it up. She talking that shit. So uh, that's my music pick of the week. Hold on. Let me grab at her real quick. Oh, that's not it. Jean-Luc Picard <laughs> is definitely not. Is that, is that Star Trek? Uh, Yeah. I think it's like a new Star Trek movie about to... No. About to come out, but like I don't, I don't really care about Star Trek and science fiction. So I'm fucking with it. I fuck with it. And she got a good look to her. I hope it. I hope it take. I hope it catch steam. Yeah, that's what's up. 
So that's my uh, music pick of the week. Chanel Monet, Heavy Talk. It'll be in the notes if you want to uh, pull it up and support the young lady. Yeah, man. Make sure you send me that link. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm all about supporting hip-hop. Maybe she'll win a Grammy one day. <laughs> Maybe she should win a Detroit Hip Hop Awards. I got more faith in that shit than the Grammys. Well, I mean, because we know them. Um, Come on, Jay. You, 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 this, who pissed in your cornflakes? Did you ever find out who keyed your car? I did not. Oh, man. It's probably for the best. I've been to the range a few times, though. Okay. Um. Hoes out here getting a drop I don't on like you in fake 2020. Love, dog. I really got a problem with fake love. That's what it is. I think the Grammys is the epitome of fake love. That shit not real. I don't like it. It's only fake love to, to hip hop artists. You don't hear nobody else complaining about the Grammys. Black artists. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because R&B, they be like, oh, I got snubbed. Beyonce gets snubbed, allegedly, right? Does... People Does be like, Beyonce make Grammy award winning music? I'm sure she got a couple Grammys, so I would say yeah. She's not making like great R&B music. She makes good pop music. If it's the album of the year, it's the album of the year. But like, who am I to say? Because that that's not mine. It's not my cup of tea, right? Beyonce makes music for women that cry in the bathtub. So, for an example, Taylor Swift sells a lot of fucking music, right? Yeah. That's not me. That's not my. That's not my line. I don't even know if I, I don't even know if I know a Taylor Swift song. But for a lot of people, people really fuck with that shit. So how do you tell them who really, really fuck with Taylor Swift that her album not better than Beyonce? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I, we 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 don't like the same shit. So whatever. I don't like fake love. Fuck all that shit. Only real love out here in these streets is from the West Side. Cause I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas. Nothing, nothing but, but love. love. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Bitch. It's time for the benediction. Uh I like the new Benny music, man. It just put me in the spirit. Uh for those of y'all that are new to the podcast that just don't know, it's Dame Gone Wild on IG. Uh I'm about to be back on Twitter. I think I done figured out how to get my account back or how to get another one, so I'll be back on Twitter soon. And uh, yeah, just at me, hit me up. I still, I still get the alerts. Uh, follow me on. Actually, don't follow me. Actually, uh, follow Shop Talk Podcast. Uh, don't follow me on nothing else because I don't got nothing for you. And the Shop Talk Podcast Studio page. Facts. Um, Shop Talk Podcast Studio. So if you want to go, if you want to follow, find some nice podcasts. Anybody who I'm following on the Shop Talk Podcast Studio page does business with the studio and it got an active podcast. So if you want to look for some new podcast content, go to Instagram, go to Shop Talk Podcast Studio and watch all the fucking ones I post up there. Shout out to She uh, the She Clatchet Podcast because we just featured on them maybe about a week ago. Yes. Um, this latest episode of She Clatchet, uh, Dame and I were on there and if I'm not mistaken, we should be on there next uh, next week as well. Yeah. So, fuck with them. Um, I like a lot of the podcasts that's coming out of the studio. I got some big things popping. Popping, popping. What's what's the young guys I recorded? I can't think of any. Infinite Opinions. Yeah, Infinite Opinions. I had a chance to sit in and record their podcast about a week ago. I like those guys, man. They, yeah, they, they got something brewing. Yeah, I like them. Good energy, good conversation. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of shit gro- groving over here, man. And uh, I just appreciate y'all for checking us out. Uh, we actually going to be on a live show pretty soon. 
like uh like two weeks like two weeks from now um at the masonic yes at the masonic temple and um it's gonna be lit you come see your boys out there yeah Um, it's gonna be a lot of podcasts out there this week in culture will be there shop talk podcast will be there um tce pod the connect experience will be there call you back later call you back podcast will be there um plus a lot more man so um i'll be posting that information probably while you're hearing this today yeah uh, I think tickets like 15 bucks or something like that. Um, connected with some really, some other really dope pods. It's not, it's not our event, but we are participating in it. Yeah. And we promoting it like it is because we on there. So, um, come, come out and fuck with us. Like y'all, oh, yeah. y'all listen to us. We tangible. You know, come, come holler at us. Come holler. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, pretty soon, within the next month or two, we're going to have some real shit popping. For the get down year, or lay down for the four year anniversary of the podcast, three year anniversary of the studio. My birthday's coming up. We just gonna be having a good fucking time. Yeah, man. Twenty twenty gonna be a good year. Twenty twenty is gonna be a great. It's fucking already year. off to a phenomenal start. Well, January been sucking ass, but uh, other than that, January sucked ass. Shout out to Kobe. Rest in peace to Kobe. Uh, I love y'all. I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller podcast, but. We are Jay Day. Hell yeah. Peace. Jay where he can leave. Like today. <laughs> today. <laughs> <laughs>